Let me do that one over. Take two. Take two in three, two, one. Texas. They say everything's bigger here, and they're right. We've got big cars, big hearts, and even bigger stakes. This is beef country, Texas. Home to the Alamo, and a state park so big that we named it just that. Big Bend. Call it that because it's really big and it bends. Duh. It's got a Texas-sized podcast as well. And this is it. Right here. Fort Hood's great big podcast. Yeehaw. cheese <laughs> you're not from wisconsin you're not allowed i would spend enough time in minnesota that the cheese rubbed <laughs> off on me people been smelling it ever since i love cheese cheese is great isn't it it's the best and by the way this podcast is brought to you by america's cheese council <laughs> really no i didn't think so. are they a thing the cheese council the cheese council i imagine a bunch uh, of mice sitting around a table yeah what should judging. we what <laughs> judging yeah. i like that <laughs> judging <laughs> the mouse is slowly judging me <laughs> yes my cheese so mhm travel plans yeah you yeah. have them oh yeah. yeah hold on i'm going to finish this cheese mm oh cheese is so good <laughs> This just in, cheese stocks are on the rise. <laughs> That's about it. Yeah. Um, travel plans, yeah. Uh, we already got the tickets. Uh, got the got the plans for, I'm waiting for the movers to call mm-hmm. to confirm the dates, but we already know the dates. Mm. When they're going to take our right. stuff. Right. Nice. Um, so, yeah, almost all the boxes are, are checked. Very cool. Yep. Are you getting super stressed? No. Really? Why? I always get stressed out when I'm moving. Nah. I've as I've gotten older, I have adopted the attitude uh-huh. of there's certain things it's just gonna happen. That's like when I got COVID. Right. Either I was gonna be okay or I wasn't. There's right. no use mm-hmm. stressing about it. My right. how I felt about it wasn't gonna change a thing. Yeah, that's true. That's a good way to look at it. Yeah. So when, like, when I couldn't breathe mm-hmm. and I was going to go, I went to the emergency room, you know, my thought was, well, this happened quickly. Mm-hmm. I didn't think it would happen that fast, right. but I guess it did. That's, <laughs> this could be the end of that. Hmm. You know? Right. So yeah. with this, it's like, well, it's, I know it's going to happen. I can try to prepare myself. Yeah, but this but, is a good thing. Yeah. yeah it's, mm-hmm. it's good. Cheap sushi. Is Last good. week. Yes. You were talking about thanksgiving and we're not even to ha- well we weren't to halloween yet no now we are no, well we're past it yeah but getting ready for the next one well, yeah we're gonna be talking veterans day mm-hmm. a little bit but you are actually doing thanksgiving early aren't you i am uh i was supposed to be doing thanksgiving really early with yeah. my family mm-hmm. but then i got the corona yeah mm-hmm. and so that got scrapped even though everybody had already traveled to Kansas. Oh. From, they were there? That, yeah, they had already <sighs> showed oh, up. Oh, man. Um, and then, so luckily, they were able to come back. Everybody's coming back. Wow. So, They're very dedicated. Yeah. That's very nice. Cool. It's almost like we're family, you know? Yeah. <laughs> um, Wear a mask. Yeah. It's, it's got my wife freaked out. Yeah. yeah we sure. cannot screw up this Japan move. Yeah. <laughs> I cannot get sick. Yeah, I totally. You won't. I'm immune. <laughs> so the Japan move. Yes. I know you guys have been online looking at 
places oh, to live. Oh, boy, have we. Take me there, Charlie. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, in Japan, it's interesting. Um, as an American, I'm used to looking up stuff and, and seeing it in feet. Mm-hmm. Japan, uh, they use the metric system there. Right. So they don't use feet. They use meters. Okay. But not for houses. They have a special measurement system for the size of houses, and it is tatami mats. Now, tatami mats are woven straw mats that they used to have way, uh-huh. way, way back. Feudal Japan. Right. You know, what they'd put down in a house. Okay. But that system stayed around. So when you're looking at the houses and apartments online, it'll tell you, this room is five tatami mats. Wow. This room is eight tatami mats. And to It's like measuring horses with hands. Yeah. Huh? Yeah, like are we talking man hands? Are we talking lady hands? <laughs> We're How talking hands? jazz hands. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but nice. no, so I kind of because I lived in Japan yeah. prior, yeah. I have a vague idea of okay, five I know is pretty small. Uh-huh. Seventeen is nice sized, but right. still Nice sized in Japan compared to American nice size, we would consider that a closet. Right. I remember when we came here from Japan and we went to our apartment the first mm-hmm. time. I saw it. Our, our apartment that we have now is a thousand square feet. Right. We walked into it and I thought, this place is so huge. We're going to have so much space. We don't even need all this space. This is giant. This is a mansion. Yeah. And now after two years, I'm like, well, we could have done bigger. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh-huh. And so, you know, going backwards to Japan, first time I lived there, I had a queen size bed and a uh, a dresser, just you know, a dresser with a mirror on it, just a normal bedroom set, yeah, nightstand. And in the bedroom, I could fit the bed, but that was all I could fit. The uh, dresser wouldn't even fit up the stairs right. to the bedroom. And it lived in my living room for two months, in the middle of my living room, because no one would take it because it was too big. I would have the city came. I was going to pay the city to haul it to the dump. Sure. Mm-hmm. And the city said, "Eh, that's too big." Wow. I just left it. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> I told the wife. I said, you, "This what's really great about this is you're going to suddenly have the American." perspective on things right that you didn't have before so mm-hmm. it's sort of seeing things through my eyes mm-hmm. so she's already gone online and looked at her favorite sushi restaurants okay and said oh my gosh the the prices are so cheap sushi's so cheap in japan <laughs> i said yes welcome yeah. to america honey yeah. that's what that's what all the white people think yeah um <laughs> that's what everybody thinks. Yeah. yeah and so now i said the next thing's gonna be the house. Oh my gosh, all the houses are so small. <laughs> Why are the houses so small? And then after that is, oh, I miss central air. Why is the house so cold? Because they don't have central air there. Right. You heat the room that you're in. So, and you have to have an air conditioner in each individual room, oh, which no. means your bathrooms don't have any sort of heating or cooling. Mm-hmm. So, which bathrooms are so cold, speeds you up in the summer and winter. Oh, yeah. Because it's mm-hmm. either a sauna or an icebox. Mm-hmm. Right. But so. If you have a air conditioner in your living room, and it's mm-hmm. winter, so it's cold, but that's running, so you're nice and toasty, and it's getting time for bed. So you have to plan 30 minutes to an hour and say, why don't you go downstairs and start up the heater so the room's ready for when we go to bed? How mm-hmm. spontaneous. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. <laughs> yep. Uh, I wonder why the birth rate's so low. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Okay, there you go. But uh, yeah, it's it's a different life. Yeah, and in some ways, it's a it's it's more simple. Yeah, it's no, I see that. Um, but really, we're looking forward to the cheap sushi. Oh yeah, this is all about. At the end of the day, it's all about the cheap sushi. Well, think about it. Smaller rooms mm-hmm. means you got to. Scale back. Oh yeah, you know, no, no, no. Less well, you know, stuff. You'd You're think. not a stuff guy anyway. You would think, but if you go into Japanese people's houses, yeah, there's stuff everywhere. Mm-hmm. Really, they will have the room where everything is just crammed into it. Just put it in the. Oh, in that don't room. open that door. Yeah, yeah. Literally, <laughs> stuff is crammed everywhere, and it's different here. So here, you'll go. Maybe you'll get a bookcase to put stuff in. Right. Japan has very, very frequent earthquakes yeah so you can't have something above a certain height 
or it will fall over. If you do have something over a certain height, you need to somehow attach it to the wall. Right. Uh, to stop that from happening. So everything's about mm, three feet tall. Mm-hmm. Um, and then so where you would normally put a big bookcase, you can now put something with maybe three, maybe four small shelves. Okay. So you have this line around the house that everything is right at this high water line so it won't fall over in the earthquake. And then maybe some a few things on the wall, a calendar. Sure. A picture. But, uh, no, they cram it in there where they can. Very cool. They do. Pointing at you, you're supposed to say something intelligent now. Very cool. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that wasn't it. I'm going to tell you, that wasn't it. (laughs) That's really, that's exciting. I, I, so when, you know, when I lived there, I didn't have to live on the economy. I lived in the barracks. So it's it's very unique. I, I often forget what other people have to go through, even though we're all in the same base or the same area. That's it's great. like it's like night and day, really. That, that's great. This is really not about you, though. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is true. This is true. Yeah, you're sticking around. Yeah, so, Texas. Mm-hmm. Texas. <laughs> now, before we go, before we talk Texas. Yeah. Uh, who's gonna have the final decision? Uh-oh. in that decision-making process of selecting the home. Well, and I can speak freely here because I know the wife doesn't listen. Well, there you go. So <laughs> um, it will be, it'll truly be a combination. Mm-hmm. We'll look, she'll whittle it down. Right. And then be wishy-washy. And I will be the one to say. Make the decision. How about this one? So we're down to like the final two, three. Not even close. Oh. Not even close. There was a big <laughs> burst of, of excitement and looking. Yeah. Mm. And then she got distracted. Yeah. Well, what is your dream house? If you could if you could pick one if over, I could pick over there. Me, not the wife, me? You. Oh. Okay. Uh, it would be near the mountains, away from everybody. Right. In the woods. Mm-hmm. Um, I was driving to work downhill. S- somehow I would get really good <laughs> internet in this house, even though I'm in the woods, in right. the mountains. Um, and that's, that's pretty much it. Really simple, away from people, because, mm-hmm. you know, people suck. Um, <laughs> it's hard to get away from people in it Japan. Is, actually, it isn't. It isn't. Mm. Everybody wants to be near Tokyo, right? Right. So, and when you see stuff about Japan on TV, it's mm-hmm. all these bustling streets, neon signs. Yeah. Mm-hmm crowds of people that's just tokyo you get outside of the city there's space right that's there true. is there's places that look like the the great plains and you say they had rice patties in yeah. the middle of tokyo though they do they do yeah it's mm-hmm. weird they you'll do. be so they'll grow a, rice you'll in the middle of the through, city yeah you'll turn a corner and suddenly there's a farm and rice paddies yeah. and then you turn and a corner and now you're back in it. the city yeah it's really confusing that is weird that guy mm-hmm. wouldn't sell well you know you got central park in new york right mm-hmm. same they try to put parks in Tokyo. There's some really, yeah, really, some really nice. beautiful parks. Mm-hmm. So to make it Texas. Texas. What are you going to miss? Barbecue. Yeah. I'll be honest. The barbecue. I'm going to miss the barbecue. Seems like there was something else. Barbecue. <laughs> uh, Mexican food. Good Mexican food. Yeah. Once upon a time, I went to a Mexican restaurant in Japan, and I just wanted some tacos, and they had chicken mistake, tacos. I think. On the, the, well, it's a Mexican restaurant. You yeah. assume they know what they're doing. Right. I said chicken tacos. And I thought, wow, these chicken tacos are very expensive. But to them, this is like a specialty food. So, mm-hmm. okay, I get this. So I ordered two chicken tacos. And I'm sitting at the table. And it's taken forever for this to come out. And Japan and Mexican restaurants, no chips and salsa. Yeah, it's not. Right. Um, and eventually, <laughs> eventually, my order comes out. And what I have is a piece of flatbread with an entire chicken breast in the middle of it. <laughs> Two of them. Oh, my God. No no lettuce, no pico de gallo, no, just a flatbread and, ch- and chicken breast. Yummy. Oh, wow. So I'll miss the Mexican. And you waited that long. There Actually, there is a uh, good Mexican restaurant in Ikebukuro. It really? is an American chain. They have the American menu there. You get chips and salsa. Wow. Hmm. Yeah. Cool. And I'm not going to say their name, Dave. Right. Because I can't remember it. Well, there you go. <laughs> but uh, it does exist. Yeah. It does. I remember missing Mexican food when I was over there. The so Mexican food, the barbecue. Um, I like 
for Texas, I've always loved the Big Bend mm-hmm. area, that real Western looking And you got space. You got out yeah, there, so. you, you mm-hmm. got out there. You traveled. Yeah. Well, I wanted to get out there more, but thanks, yeah. Corona. Yeah. Yeah. Really threw a wrench in everything. Yeah. Uh, we wanted to travel a lot more. We really wanted to see. I wanted to show the wife America. Mm-hmm. And you drove to Colorado in mm-hmm. a pandemic. That's true. That's very me. <laughs> That's very me. Does she, does she feel like she saw America? No, not at all. No. She complains about it all the time. Uh, I wanted to see New York. What makes you think I was going to take you to New York? Uh-huh. It's way up there. There's <laughs> nothing to see there. Just buildings. You come from Tokyo. It's just buildings. <laughs> yep. East Coast, West Coast, you know. And she, everything in between. She wanted to see L.A. Yeah. Actually, yeah. I wanted to take her to Vegas. Is where I wanted to take her. Ooh, that would have been fun. Too. That'd be fun. Yeah. I've never been there. Uh, you really? Mm-hmm. What? You have never been to Las Vegas. No, never. You need to take <laughs> 40 of those dresses <laughs> and head off to Las Vegas yes. and do some photos. I really want to. You really should. Maybe for not like a bachelor party, but... Well, Maybe. A bachelorette party. Bachelorette party. Bachelorette. And Unless there's well, something Andy, you'd like to announce here on no, this. No, I was <laughs> thinking like Andy and I going together. <laughs> well, that you know the bachelorette parties and the bachelor parties usually happen separate of each other. That's true. You're usually not involved with the other person for that. Yeah. Maybe we could have it together. That would be unique. That could be a new thing that, would that we start. New. We could start the trend. You should do it. <laughs> I don't know. It'll, stay, it'll probably it'll be stay separate. in Vegas, so don't worry. Exactly, about it. exactly. <laughs> right. So, mm-hmm. sounds like a holiday. Mm-hmm. Speaking yeah. of holidays, Veterans Day coming up. Yes. yes. And we have a guest. We do. Command Sergeant Major Cliff Burgoyne is coming yeah. back. I know for a second Return. time. Yeah. yeah. Talk a little bit about veterans and you know Army history and a little bit about how things are going mm-hmm. with uh, you know things here at Fort Hood. Yep. Fort Hood is a popular topic on those internets. Oh, boy, are we. So, <laughs> you know, on the internet, you hear lots of stuff. And that's because anybody can say anything. Right. Yes. And that's the fact of it. And uh, here, you're going to get it right from, as they say in the cab, the horse's mouth. <laughs> <laughs> and we're going to have that after this. I didn't fart. That was the chair. <laughs> Ah, midnight. The perfect time for a sneaky snack while everyone's asleep. This and a little bit of that. Shay, Phil! Ah! Gee, God, you frightened me. How did you get in my house? Shelly, Phil, it's me. Elf? Elf on our shelf? That's right, Phil. I see everything, including you not practicing good cybersecurity. So I got all your passwords and stole your identity, and now this is my house, Phil. My house. You go. You go sit on a shelf, Phil. This holiday season, it's more important than ever to practice good cybersecurity. After all, you never know who's watching. Fort Hood's great big podcast. Close enough for the government, good enough for you. And welcome back, and we have a very special guest. We'll call you a special guest again, okay? We have Senior enlisted. This is your last no, no, time no, as no, a no, special no. guest. Enjoy. <laughs> <laughs> Command Sergeant Major Cliff Burgoyne, thanks for coming back. Yeah, thanks for having me. Veterans Day. It's coming up, and it's kind of strange because it's a federal holiday in the middle of the week. Yeah. Corps made Tuesday a training holiday. That's kind of cool. It is. Work a day, take two off. Yeah. Work two more, take some more time <laughs> off. How many people are going to take that Monday off and uh, is a leave day? Come on. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> not you? <laughs> no, definitely not. So what, is, what does Veterans Day mean to you? Um, oh, that's a good question. I'm, I'm sure it means a lot, a different uh, thing to everybody. But uh, first, uh, happy anniversary to my wife. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Got to get that in. Yeah. Yes. So it'll be uh, 25 years for us. Wow. Um, Congratulations. That's awesome. And, and I picked it because... Uh, easy to remember. It's easy to remember. I'll never forget. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's normally a weekend and time off. And so uh, my wife and I got married uh, November 11th, 
1995. Wow. wow. So that'll be 25 years for us. Outstanding. That's such a big, that's such a big number. It is. Don't they have corresponding colors for that? What, which one is 25? Is it no, colors? It's not colors. Mm-hmm. It's gifts. Oh, yeah. oh gifts. Colors. Yeah, don't they assign colors? Uh-uh. I thought they did. This year's sil- chartreuse, honey. I thought yeah. silver was like 10. So it's actual no. silver. It's silver. Uh-huh. Oh. Good job. I You're going to be a great wife. I thought it was colors. It's gifts. You're oh. going to make it easy on your husband. Yeah. <laughs> What's the first one? Paper. Yeah. Yeah. It's because everybody needs money. Oh, that's right. I yeah. thought it was like journal. Uh-uh. Paper. Like, right, like stationary. Paper. Oh. That's the better paper. <laughs> gonna be My great. parents almost made 50. Almost. Oh. Almost. And by the way, I picked October 10th to get married for the Did exact you? same reason. 10-10. Nice. Yeah. Mm, uh, that is easy. Yeah. 10-10. Yeah. Yeah. When did you get married, 10-10? Uh, 97. So I'm right. a couple um, years behind you. Yeah. But... uh you can see how much I've I've been trained for twenty five years. <laughs> <laughs> you can see it in my eyes. Um, but uh, Veterans Day, uh, you know, if you look at the amount of people that that serve our country, uh, dating back to seventeen seventy six, right? Um, this it takes a special person to do uh, what we do, and do you're finding that out now? Uh, you two gentlemen know all about that, mm-hmm. uh, but. Uh, Really, Veterans Day is to honor uh, the folks that decided to serve, that rose, they raised their right hand and mm-hmm. swore to the Constitution to defend it. But yes. what, what does it mean to you? Me? Uh, it's more than a day to do a barbecue, that's for sure, or get a discounted meal. Um, it's weird. We were talking about this last week. Um, the Toby Keith song, Some Gave All, All Gave Summer, is the other way around, but... Yeah. Uh, a lot of people confuse Memorial Day veterans with day. Veterans Yeah, they do. Day. Yeah. Um, and Veterans Day, I don't think, should have the same feel as Memorial Day. And I know that that's what Memorial Day is for. But Veterans Day is when you, uh, you know, that's when you do your buddy checks on social media with those you served with. Yeah. And, you you know, it, reach out and give them a hug or, or, or a COVID hug. But that's, that's I think, for... For veterans ourselves, that's when we should reach out to each other. Yeah, a family day. Yeah, and, and that's what it is to me. Um, veterans Day. You know, I've served for thirty-four now, and so through those years, I've built a special bond or a family. Sure. Uh, with a bunch of people, and so we reach out to one another and, and say, "Hey, thanks for your service." And mm-hmm. and it's not just, "Hey, thanks for your service." It's, "Hey, thanks, brother, yeah. sister." Mm-hmm. It's time thanks. to remember them. Go, hey, man, yeah. it's been a, been a while. How you doing? Yeah, thanks yeah. for your service. Yeah. Well, for me, Veterans Day has a different name. What's that? It's Mortar Day. Oh yeah, that's right. Mortar. It's Mortar Day on my first uh, deployment yep. to Iraq. I went out on a mission on Veterans Day, and we were doing some rooftop surveillance, mm-hmm. and all of a sudden, we heard. You know, take cover. And we were all diving down and I dove and then there was a little extra time. So I thought, hey, you know what? I could film this. <laughs> this would make some good video. And I said, impact video. I heard uh, somebody tackled you that day. Yeah, so I got, <laughs> oh my uh, gosh. I got thrown You're back down. You're such a good public affairs I know. officer. <laughs> mission first. Um, and, you know, the a mortar landed mm-hmm. on the roof. Wow. It uh, impacted very close to us. It, sh- it should have taken us out or messed us up quite a bit. But uh, uh, thankfully, Iraqi construction was so bad <laughs> that uh, it hurt, hit the first layer of concrete and went through it wow. and impacted and, and exploded underneath. So the, wow. the uh, concrete absorbed the blast, mm. allowing us, when well, we stood up, oh my gosh, we're all still here, uh, and you know, got the heck off the roof. Um, but for my sergeant who was with me, Christina Rockhill, um, we always uh, communicate with each other on Veterans Day, and, but we say Happy Mortar Day. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Wow. So what did you learn, though? Uh, well, well, don't pop up during... Uh, <laughs> yeah, don't get on a roof. Yeah. Well, no, I, I was on many other roofs. Um, but yeah, keep your head down. When you hear that, uh, when you hear that, keep, uh, keep your head down. Yeah. <laughs> don't get on a roof during a mortar attack. <laughs> yeah, oof. Veterans Day to you, Specialist Dick? 
Uh, so I always think of my father because he uh, was in the Air Force for 20 years. Mm-hmm. So I always thank him. And uh, he really did help teach me everything I know and um, was part of the reason why I joined also. So I always think of my dad and I, I will usually have a picture of him. Um, he was a, a fighter jet mechanic and he's, he's a, he has tons of photos in front of different fighter jets with cool decals on them and things like that. So I always will post those and, and thank him for being such a good role model to me. But I also think of this, the 1%, right, that join the population. And I, I really think just being a part of something bigger is really special. Yeah. Absolutely. People first, right? Yep. People Here's a first. transition for you. So, soldiers first. Soldiers first. People first. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's you know we we. You're working that hard now, aren't you? Well, it it, it has a different definition for a lot of different people. Mm-hmm. And so there's the 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 as we as we work through this, uh, what does soldier first or people first mean? It's not doctrinal, and so that's difficult to begin with because it's not in a, in a in a regulation or a, an F, a field manual or anything to tell us what that means. And so we all take on our own definition. And so it's up to us to define that at echelon, meaning at squad, at platoon, at company. But uh, people first uh, means that one is we got to slow down. And the chief of staff of the Army, the SMA, is it, they've identified that. They know it. They know we need to slow down. General Garrett's even uh, said it in public that we have to slow this down uh, so we can look at people first. Sure. Because mm-hmm. if, if we don't slow the pace down, how can we say people first? Mm-hmm. Um, and then people first uh, at Echelon means we have to take care of the soldier, meaning not only do we have to make sure that you know they're getting the needed time off and they get to take leave and and so forth, but we also have to teach them. And I think we talked about this uh, last time about uh, the skills that uh, soldiers don't know, uh, home skills, home mm-hmm. training. And we talked about that, and, and it means people first means that we, we have to train them. Mm-hmm. It's our job as NCOs uh, to train those soldiers, and that's part of people first. Absolutely. What does it mean to you, specialists do? To me, it means um, not being so robotic. Um, I've had a lot of lead. I've seen a lot of leadership. Um, they get so focused on the doctrines and on what's on the page that they forget, um, like you said, that people people can't be constructed in into doctrines and in and, and into the rules. Um, and sometimes they do have a hard time. Um, having that distinction, um, just really knowing your soldiers and knowing knowing their characteristics, knowing their everyone has patterns and behaviors. Um, so when you see a difference, you can identify it really quickly and uh, really know what's going on. Well, that's I mean you you're, you're talking about knowing your soldiers, mm-hmm. and that, I guess that is part of people first. Uh, is knowing mm-hmm. your soldiers, but today's your last day. Uh, well, la- well, on the la- podcast, last on the pod- podcast, yeah, last, last podcast, podcast, right? Two years running. So, uh, what does people first mean to you? Wow, you know that's it, it's a broad, uh, a broad sentence. People first, not even a sentence, two words. Yeah, people <laughs> and first. That's but, still a sentence. Well, yeah, but it it means that the army is the army, but it's also people. We're all individuals and we can't act like everyone is a round peg to go in this round hole because we're not. Um, It means getting back. I mean, it's such a basic phrase Mm -hmm. that it's about getting back to the basics of who we are as people, you know, everybody who joined the army has a reason for joining the army. It's not something that we just kind of did one day. There's a patriotic spirit that burns in every soldier. 
And it's easy to get lost because the army is a large organization and, you know, it's part of the government, which is even larger. Mm-hmm. And it, I think it's getting back to that thing that's kindled in every one of us. And it, it's a commonality between every one of us and seeing those commonalities as people, as soldiers, you know, as soldiers, we transcend the uniform. We are the uniform. We are a representatives of the army, each and every person and everything that we do, whether we are wearing the, the suit now or whether we're at home, ten at night ordering pizza. Um, and it's coming back to that and, and being soldiers and people. We're human. We're fallible. That, that's what it means to me. Yeah, no, I see that. I actually agree with everything you said. The the NCOER, OER, you have to be perfect. Uh, They've never fixed that, let's face it. and They didn't fix it in my career, and it probably still isn't fixed yet. Uh, If they ever get to the point where people can be imperfect and still be successful and still excel, because we are all imperfect. I'm sorry. You are, I am, she is, he is. Um, and yet we excel. Um, that to me is people first, to be able to go look at the entire individual, not, hey, you screwed up over here, you're done. Or, hey, you really excelled over here. Uh or we're going to write up write up something to make sure you have a all excellent uh, evaluation. Well, come on, I don't know anybody that's excellent at everything. I've never met anyone like that. Well, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but you know what? That's that was really how the army, and it's and it's uh, you know uh, the the way they've done it over the years. I think that's how they look at it is to get to the heights, you got to walk on water. Well, I I don't know if it's walking on water, but if you think about how we're designed, so we expect everybody in the Army to be a leader, Mm -hmm. right? Sure. Um, You you go to, you know, whatever, pick your restaurant, pick your Walmart, whatever. You could be uh, a cashier for 40 years. Sure. You can have that one job. In the Army, you must proceed upwards. Right. And if you don't proceed upwards, you're out. Yeah. And so it's it's definitely a triangle. Yeah. And so um, uh, we, we struggle with that. I think the National Guard and Reserve do a little bit better job because you can stay at a certain rank for mm-hmm. a long period of time. Um, I, I remember going to a school, and there was a 61-year-old E-4. Yeah. Oh my yes, God. Yes, I've, I've yeah. run into those. <laughs> yeah. A 61 year old E4. Yep. Uh, working uh, in a dining facility serving chow. Mm-hmm. But the the active duty is not set up that way. No. We we have RCP and and rightfully so. And this is a tough business. It, it really is. It's not uh, something uh, we take lightly. And so if if you look at you know you talked about the OER and the NCOER. Um, you know, you get promoted one too many times. Everybody does. Right. Uh, and you don't find out until you get there that right. you've been promoted <laughs> one too many times. And then, <laughs> then you move out. And so I keep waiting for that to happen. Somebody <laughs> walk in and say, hey, uh, you're done. But uh, going back to people first, yeah. um, it's, uh, it, it's hard to explain. It really is because there's, it so, a lot many, to there's so many definitions. Girls. And so mm-hmm. as I listened to all three of you kind of describe it, you were struggling a little bit with the definition and what it meant. And mm-hmm. so am I. Uh, what does it mean? At the end of the day, it goes back to one of the Army values, which is respect. Exactly. Um, and, and I've got to uh, respect everyone like I want to be respected and treated. I mean, we've heard it, right? Mm-hmm. What's golden the golden rule? rule? Yeah. Um, and I think if we start with that, uh, we can define it uh, as a definition internally is if we use the golden rule. Mm-hmm. No, I agree. You know, not to get on a, a soapbox or anything, um, but talking about Army values and how everyone is a leader, um, I think an important Army value that 
I see lacking right now, you know, to be perfectly honest, because as social media manager, I see a lot of things and a lot of things being said. Personal courage. There's a whole lot of people anonymously snarking at each other or complaining about this, complaining about that, sending an anonymous email to us or an anonymous message or going to this group or tweeting something. Well, if everyone is a leader, that means you need to have the personal courage to fix what is wrong when you see it. And that has always been from when I was in the Army an important aspect of it and something that I loved about the Army is that if you saw something, you fixed it right then, and once it was fixed, everybody moved on. You didn't wallow in what had happened. Fix it and move out. And I would like to see people get back to that. I would like to see less snarking on the Internet, less trying to rat somebody out or get somebody in trouble, more Mm -hmm. fixing, more camaraderie. Yeah. No, I I completely agree with you. And I think we're moving forward in the right direction. Uh, As I talked to General Richardson, uh, you know, when he started this uh, Phantom Action Week uh, that we did a few few weeks ago, um, we, we talked about that. If you see something, hey, do something about it and quit waiting for somebody else to do it um, because we're going to run out of people if, if you keep waiting for, for people to do it. But, uh, yep, uh, have the personal courage to, to step up. Um, yep. One of the things uh, we brought you in to talk about the holiday, but uh, the holidays are coming up. Mm-hmm. Family time. You talked about uh, Veterans Day being a family day for veterans. Uh, holidays are coming up. How important is it for our soldiers to take that break away and go see family and do all that? And how is Fort Hood going to handle that since we're still sitting here in a pandemic? Yeah. Um, no, I, I think uh, as we talk about this, uh, we need to go on vacation. Yeah. <laughs> People need to take leave right now. Because, listen, uh, this has been a different year. For everybody uh, in the world, uh, no one's ever experienced anything like this. And so uh, we're, we're going on, what's this? I'm doing some Louisiana math here. Eight March months. March to now, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so, I, you know, talking with General White, uh, we're, we're going to allow folks to go and leave. Um, what we're asking to do, though, is be responsible about it and mm-hmm. have that personal courage uh, when they stop at a gas station or whatever, and the states, it's not a mandatory uh, mask uh, state. Put it on anyway. Right. Um, you know, do, don't give it and don't get it. That's kind of what we're looking at as far as the COVID. But going back to uh, going on leave, yeah, we're, we're going to allow our soldiers to go on leave, hands down. Um, and we're, we're leaving it up to brigade commanders and battalion commanders to assume risk and, and uh, let the soldiers travel to where they need to. Um, but we're going to have somebody look. Uh, where they're going and ensure that folks are mitigating the risks uh, when they go see them. Because, you know, they're not going to see friends. They're going to go see family. family sure. mm-hmm. And family's a little bit older, right? Mm-hmm. And so yes. if you if you use it, uh, what I just said was don't get the virus and don't give the virus, um, I think we'll be okay. You know, I travel with a little tub of... Uh, Little sanitation, you know, kills the virus, wipes. Wipes, yeah. And anytime I got to get gas, I go out with one of those. I put it over my hand. That's how I'm grabbing the gas pump. I wipe it down. You know, I wipe my hands down. I think that's, that is a good policy because that's a place people don't think about that you could pick it up is sure. getting gas, especially if you're traveling and mask up. It's very important. Yeah, Absolutely. Sorry, Major, you got any closing thoughts? On holiday leave? Oh, just on COVID. life, COVID. Uh, You've been getting out seeing the troops, right? I, I have. So um, uh, any, any little anecdotes or uh, stories you'd like to share? Yep. So I, I went out to a 2-5 cav in 1st Cavalry Division yesterday, went to mm-hmm. a motor pool, and, and I looked at the new JLTVs, the oh, new cool. vehicles. Yeah. And uh, they were all in this configuration. I'd never seen anything like it. Um, there's a, there's a nitrogen system inside of that vehicle that, that raises and lowers it, uh, based on either operational mode or transportation mode. So if it, if it transports, 
if it's in a transport mode, where i.e. on airplanes or, or railroad, they lower it down to where it's two inches off the ground. Oh, and, cool. And so I didn't know this until I got in, and I'm like, oh, finally, they built a vehicle that I could get into without <laughs> having to climb up into yeah. it. Uh-huh. Um, and then the, one of the guys came in and showed me how it worked. But uh, if you hadn't seen the new JLTV, uh, it's a pretty neat piece of kit. Uh, uh way smarter than anybody in this room <laughs> <laughs> i believe but, it's probably smarter than all of us combined <laughs> yeah but there i tell you um there's some soldiers out there working hard they yeah. really are they're in the motor pool uh doing the maintenance that we need them to they're they're doing pt in the mornings mm-hmm. you know we do pt in the mornings from 6 30 to 7 30 i don't know if you guys get up that early but oh yeah it, <laughs> it happens on battalion avenue mostly mm-hmm. but uh they're <laughs> you know this morning uh first cav uh was doing a lot of combat focused pt they were in their their uniforms with their plate carriers and so forth and rucksacks carrying stretchers it's a lot of fun to watch when you have units uh competing against each other sure <laughs> i love to see it i, I jumped in and and did a little litter carry this morning, so it was a lot of fun. But uh, that, that's the best part of my day is when I can get out and be around soldiers because it, as we uh, remember Veterans Day, in the beginning of the show we talked about mm-hmm. the, the people that raise their right hand. Yep. Uh, the reason why I'm still in is because of soldiers, and they're phenomenal individuals, and, and they'll overcome any obstacle or problem that we have. Outstanding. Well, Sergeant Major, thank you again for – Coming on the show, and uh, we do have another special guest coming up. Yeah. And that's right after this. Pushing the button. It's better to give than receive. We've all heard that before. And with the holidays approaching, what better way to give than through the Combined Federal Campaign? CFC is the workplace giving program of the federal government and has been making a difference since 1961. This year's campaign is already underway and runs through the holiday season to January 12th. To find out more about the Combined Federal Campaign, go to omp.gov forward slash show some love CFC. Tis the season to give to CFC. Flermit the Sock here for the Thrift Savings Spam. Is it meat? Who knows? Cut, 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 cut. What? Flermit, baby, look at this script. Mm -hmm. It clearly says Thrift Savings Plan. Oh, yeah. It's about saving money, not lunch meat. Let's try this again. Thanks, Steve. Flermit the Sock here for the Thrift Savings Plan. Got it, baby. Soldiers and DOD civilians, listen up. Are you socking away a little bit of money each month in your TSP? What? You're not? (laughs) They call me crazy. The Thrift Savings Plan is a great way to make sure that you've got the supplemental income you need when you get old and wrinkly. Plus, the government can match up to 5% of your contribution. That's free money. Make it rain, Uncle Sam. Make it rain. So look out for your future and suck some money away in the Thrift Savings Plan account. Visit www.tsp.gov for more information. You can retire like an ex-prince moving to L.A., or in my case, his wife. That's right. It's a me, Super Mario. Woohoo! Hello to all my friends is at the Fort Hood's Great Big Podcast. You number one. So welcome back, and we're joined by famed media mogul Flermit the Sock, better known as the uh, pitch man for the Thrift Savings Plan here on the Great Big Podcast. You can save money with the Thrift Savings Plan. Well, yes, you can. <laughs> Flermit, thank you so much for being here. Thank you for having me. Were you bummed out that you didn't get a full-time gig here on the podcast? You know, I had been promised a gig. I'd been meaning to talk to somebody about that. <laughs> I've been calling my agent, but he he has issues with the the, the call returning. Uh, Brianna, oh, you man. two have history, right? We do. So where do you two know each other? So we met in Japan on a little show called The Pulse. Ooh, The Zama Pulse. Yeah, I was on The Zama Pulse. I was a host. I was with Steve. Steve was a great guy. <laughs> I like Steve. And we were also on the Rising Sun show together. 
So we did we did the two together. And yeah, now we're like rejoined Steve. on a third <laughs> a third production. Mm-hmm. Steve was great. <laughs> Steve. Was I pretty great, Flermit? Hmm. Who, who are you? <laughs> <laughs> I'm specialist do. But I'm not Whatever with- lady. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, left a great impression. Yeah, I, I know. Oh, it's. I feel like it's when you wave to somebody and you think they're waving back, but they're waving to someone behind you. Maybe I'm a sock. I don't even have hands. <laughs> this is true. This is true. So there was the 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 backstory why you were blackballed from this show <laughs> was that there was some Air Force NCO who reenlisted herself using a dinosaur. Oh. If you all remember that viral video, yes, Flermit. who can mm-hmm. forget? Mm-hmm. You wouldn't be on someone's hand when they re-enlisted, would you? Oh, no, not... I mean, I've enlisted myself. <laughs> I'm an army sock. You know, yeah. when I was a, a little little thing of fuzz, thinking about what do I want to do when I get older? You know, I wanted to be in the army. I wanted to serve my country and, and do what I could to help America. And so I went to my recruiter, and they had me take the ASVAB <laughs> and looked at my score. And they said, well, you could be a sock. And I said, oh, cool. That sounds That's great. Good. Well, Here I am. You are Charlie Suck. Thanks Oop. for keeping the six feet distance. <laughs> <laughs> I bathe. Oh, okay. Occasionally. Yeah. That's not what Charlie Once. said. That's true. <laughs> I got to talk to him after the show. <laughs> All right, Charlie. Yeah. We're running out of time, brother. Are we? You are. I am. No, I'm not. I got all the time in the world. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, well, no, it's true. I lose a day. Yep. I lose a day. Going you got to fly on the 20th. You thought 20, you thought 21st? You well, uh, 20, the 20th? well, I thought the 23rd. Two originally. days to get there. Uh, yeah, because you lose a day. So if you leave on the 20, I'm leaving on the 21st, which yeah. means I'll get there on the 22nd. Order said EOD day was the 22nd. Right. That doesn't mean you get on the plane. You know, I got to be there on the EOD day. Right. Mm-hmm. So that means I have to leave on the 21st. Yep. So that's what go. I'll do. I thought you had to leave on the 20th. No, uh, I don't mess with my brain. <laughs> I will get there when I arrive. Yeah. <laughs> they have a whole thing there, though. You know, I've got a, I'll have to quarantine again. Mm. But I, it's like I told the wife, we're, we're old hats at that. Yeah, you're experienced. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We know what what we're in for. Yeah. So, and we'll get tested three times. Three. Yeah, they test you at the airport. So the government of Japan to get in Japan, stick something up your nose. Mm-hmm. Or they've also said they've got places you do the spit test. Okay. So apparently you can spit in something, and they can hakalugi. I think and I'd they... rather. I told I'd rather have it up my nose because then I start getting spit anxiety. You know, what if my mouth is too dry? dry is that enough spit? Yeah. Um, so you got to do that. And then they do it, I want to say, three days before your two-week quarantine is over. Wow. And then again, at the end, you have to pass multiple tests just to get out of quarantine. Wow. So That's crazy. What a different world. I know. What a, what a rigmarole just to get cheap sushi. Yeah. <laughs> this too shall pass, though. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. yeah. And if it doesn't, I mean, I'll be in a room with a bunch of video games and my wife. So, yeah, yeah that's not such a bad go. thing. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds like a great time. Mm-hmm. Well, Charlie, it has been a pleasure. Hey, it's been great being on the show. It's something I always wanted to do. Yep. I've, uh, To be honest, I always wanted to be on talk radio. I grew yeah. up listening to talk radio, and I see podcasts as nothing more than a lot of boring talk radio and a couple good ones. Yeah. I like to think that we're one of the good ones. Yeah, yeah. I think we are. So, you know, my message to you two mm-hmm. as I head out the door is don't screw this up. <laughs> yeah, well, you know. Everything's riding on it, so no pressure. Yeah, no pressure. <laughs> Remember, I'll be listening from Japan. You'll see that, oh, we got that one listen from Japan. That's oh, Charlie. yeah. I feel like you're the glue that holds us all together. Yeah. And now you're departing. You'll see those comments on the Fort uh, <laughs> Hood Facebook oh, page. Yeah. You suck! Every spam comment. <laughs> you're going to make multiple Facebook accounts. Mm-hmm, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. Hey, but that'll... No, like, what's that saying? When the, the uh, Even bad news is good news or something like that? Yeah, that's not true. No news is... Er, no news is bad news, bears. No, not that one. Bad and news, Fl- bears. Lerma just lost an eyeball. 
That's oh <laughs> no! Is he gonna make it? Well, yeah. That's they're, good. They're, I think he's molting or something. He is, yeah. Do you think he'll get a revival? I can make a one-eyed sock joke, but I won't. <laughs> yeah, please don't. Yeah, no. This is this is you know, Flermet truly uh, was at Camp Zama, Japan mm. was a host of a TV news I know. show. Yeah. I know. Um, and then helped out here on the uh, for our spots. Yeah. That's why and we it, were so excited to bring you across the pond. And it was for the sock, gee. Well, yeah. <laughs> uh, but uh, hopefully, when I go back, we'll see some reports from Flermet the Usa sock. Yeah, there you so go. I want to get a little uh, hard hat. Oh yeah, Corps of Engineers. Yeah. Here we come. Got to get all the accessories. Yep. He should get a, a tiny Stetson. Hey, you're the calf lady. <laughs> Make it happen. Hey, this is your last show, so you get the parting thoughts. All right. Jeepers. All right. Well, as uh, Fort Hood's social media manager, mm-hmm. um, I want to tell everybody, hey, don't be a jerk on the internet. Seriously. <laughs> seriously. What you say matters. How you say it matters. And there's a whole lot of bad vibes out there. There's a whole lot of hate yep. out there. Man, Bill and Ted said it right. Be excellent to each other. It's not that hard. So when when you're mad at somebody and you're thinking about spewing venom or saying something, just don't do it. Make the world a better place. Mm-hmm. And then the next guy after me, his job's going to be easier. Me, <laughs> I won't care. <laughs> but it has been a pleasure talking to all of you and serving you. And I wish everyone... Uh, hearing this, uh, good luck and Godspeed. Oh, very well said. Is that going to be it? Very well said. Well, I thought we That's were. How we're ending I thought this? we were still going. No, it's, oh. it's man, it's okay. dead. Sorry. I can do it now. Oh no, you can keep going. Lord, like <laughs> this is me and my wife. Yes. Go. I'll hit the button.